Hello and welcome to episode 237 of the Thinking LSAT podcast in Los Angeles. I'm Nathan Fox with me in Vienna, Virginia, Ben Olson. Ben, what's the uh, what's the latest with the coronavirus? How are you getting on with your family and all? Yeah, good. I mean, the kids are home all the time now. So oh, lucky you. Yeah, uh, we get to hang out. Uh, we've had a few friends over, but some of that has trickled off as people have said, oh, maybe we shouldn't be hanging out. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. I kind of, in some ways, you know, life is a little more crazy because we got to figure out what we're doing with our classes and all that stuff. But on the other hand, things are a little more chilled out. I see more people walking around. Like, we have a lot of paths around our house. And it seems like more people are out and just like, hey, well, they can't go anywhere. It's kind of like maybe like how life should be on some level, right? We run around from one thing to the next too much, maybe. So, Yeah, I had an extremely peaceful day yesterday. I mean, it was raining here, which just doesn't really happen. So it's strange to be like kind of quarantining while the coronavirus is, is happening. But yeah, same thing. It's just sort of peaceful. There's no traffic. It's quieter outside. Mm-hmm. You do see people just kind of walking their dogs. I went to the grocery store yeah. yesterday, but other than that, I haven't really been out and about. This is going to be a very short episode of the show. We just wanted to get out a quick uh, coronavirus update. So what's uh, what's the news? Okay. Well, I think anyone who was signed up for the March LSAT now knows that it has been canceled. LSAC sent out that email. Um, they're working to reschedule you for the April LSAT. That makes a lot of sense. I think there's a decent possibility that the April LSAT could be canceled as well, depending on what happens. Seems highly likely. I mean, their website says, first of all, it says they automatically registered people who were signed up for March. On their website, it says, you have been automatically registered for the April 25th test in the community where they were registered for the March test. So it looks like they just automatically swapped everybody over from March to April. But then with April, hmm. the April 25 LSAT is currently scheduled to proceed as planned. We will continue to monitor updates and guidance from national and local health officials and will provide additional information as soon as possible. Should it become necessary to close or move testing centers, we will communicate directly with all affected candidates and work to reschedule them to another test center or another date. We will communicate a final decision on the April test no later than Friday April 10th so that April registrants have the ability to plan. So they're going to give you two weeks notice if you're, if you are registered for that April test. Sorry, I I interrupted you. No, no, it's all right. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, one thing, I mean, I just read this morning that the CDC is recommending, right? Eight weeks of this sort of social distancing, um, So, I don't know. It it seems likely to me that the April LSAT might be postponed as well. I thought it was funny that in the email I read, they said, we're trying to consider other options for people to take the test remotely. I'm like, "Uh, do you need to consider them? Just put it online. I don't... um, I guess they're concerned about people cheating or things like that, but... Uh, I don't know. People have been doing this for a while. You can have proctors who watch you and make sure you're watching the screen. There are a lot of different ways to do that. I guess I would hope that they would consider that not just for the coronavirus situation, but just Forever. for the future. Make um, everything easier. Make life easier. Yeah. 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 It does seem like one benefit that might come out of this is that everybody's going to have to just sort of abandon the status quo and, and rethink the way things are done. 
right? Yeah. I mean, we mm-hmm. have we have some announcements. Uh, I did teach the first weekend of my class in San Francisco last weekend, yeah. uh, and mm-hmm. it went fine, and everybody was happy to be there. Then we got the announcement yesterday that city of San Francisco is going on like lockdown. Uh, and here in LA, I had a class scheduled to start uh, this Saturday, but in LA mm-hmm. we can't have uh, gatherings of 10 or more anymore. So all I've done is announced that the next month of my classes are going to be online. Mm-hmm. No change to the schedule at all. Um, no change to the content at all. And we're just going to be meeting on zoom instead of meeting face to face. Uh, it yeah. is fun to meet face to face, and I think it's motivating to meet face to face. But uh, in the new world, uh, it might just be Zoom. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Zoom for a little. Yeah, while. for a little while. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's what I've done as well. So last night I had my class on Zoom. Um, people were allowed to unmute themselves and pop in with questions or use the chat. Uh, it seemed to work well, at least from my perspective. And um, I'm going to do that again tonight. And that's the plan for the next, until the end of April. So that's what we're doing here in D.C. Same, same, same. Um, yeah, it really is just like a live classroom. Other than, you know, except for you don't have to commute to get there. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. the, the instruction and the content and everything is exactly, exactly the same. Same with proctored practice tests, right? You'll just meet your yep. proctor on Zoom and just do the test in the demon. So good thing we've been uh, planning for this, I guess, with the demon in advance. Yeah. I'm excited about the New York class. You want to make the announcement about that? Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and do that in Zoom as well. Not in New uh, York. We're not in New York. So you can join from anywhere, from the comfort of your lovely home, wherever that may be. We will be doing it on Saturday, April 25th and Sunday, April 26th from 1 to 5 p.m. Eastern Time. That is 10 to 2 uh, Pacific Time uh, on both of those days. So we're shortening the class a little bit to fit the online format, but we're also going to give you access to our previous joint classes so you can start working through those classes now at your own pace. Um, So we're excited about that addition. I'm excited that it might end up being like a bigger you know, more fun sort of a group. Um, I do think Zoom will make it easy for us to teach together online. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, having the big group uh, all across the country, w- I think will be really fun. What are the dates on that again? Uh, April 25th and 26th. That's Saturday and Sunday. Okay, cool. So you can sign up for that at uh, thinkinglsat.com. Thinkinglsat.com. Great. Other updates or anything more we need to say about that? I don't think so. Uh, it's $195 uh, for the weekend. Even though we're doing it online, we are still going to record it. Or maybe because we're doing it online, I don't know. We've always recorded these classes, but we will record them and make them available to you in your student account after the class is over so you can go back and review things from the class. And uh, yeah, if you're a Demon subscriber already, whether it's a, you're a regular subscriber or a premium subscriber, you will get $100 off, and so it's $95 for the weekend class. Cool. Two things. I guess I want to talk a little bit about the demon. I've noticed, this is ironic, Ben, um, hmm. I've noticed since the beginning of this whole thing, it seems as if the ask button requests in the demon have gone down. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. (laughs) 
which I understand it. I mean, yesterday, you know, I was just like in pajamas all day. So I understand the impulse to just be like, well, nope, we're quarantined. It's vacation time. Yeah. But um, for people who are taking the LSAT coming up in April, um, boy, Mm -hmm. there's never been a better time while you're working from home to sneak in, you know, a little 15 or 30 minute demon session. And uh, if you're doing that and you're doing it right, I think you should be getting yourself to a point where you're confused uh, Mm -hmm. occasionally. And when you are confused, you really need to be hitting that ask button so that we can uh, help you you make it, make it click. I'm amazed at sometimes Mm -hmm. some of the responses that I get from the students when, you know, there's a logical reasoning question where people are just like, I hate this question. This question sucks. You know, so frustrating. This is bullshit. And then (laughs) if I write a good explanation, a solid explanation and email it back to them, it's awesome to, to see that, you know, I don't get to do it in person, but they email back with like, Oh wow. Oh, I see. I was making it so much harder than it needed to be. And so it's a good feeling to just be like, yeah, I know it. it, All you got to do though, is you just got to tell me what you don't, you know, why are you struggling with this question? What is it that you don't really understand? And then we can make an explanation that helps it, you know, just click for you. And every time you do that, you know, you're getting, you're getting paid on future tests because you're going to run into that same issue again. And it's just going to make so much more sense next time. So anyway, thanks for all of you who have been hitting the, um, ask button a lot in the demon and everybody else. Um, yeah. Time to study is now. Yeah. That's a really good point. I mean, I guess for some folks, maybe life has gotten more chaotic for them, but I imagine for most folks, things have slowed down. And if you do have that extra time, this is your opportunity to move ahead of everyone else who apparently has decided to take it easy. I mean, I imagine that's partly stems because the March LSAT was canceled, but even so. Like, yeah, people take any, I, mean, I think it's a combination of things. People use any excuse to procrastinate, right? Like they yep. canceled the March mm-hmm. LSAT. Oh, good. Well, then I don't need to study. And it's like, wait, you weren't even signed up for the March LSAT. <laughs> you were already taking yeah. the LSAT in April or June. And you're just like, oh, well, nah, I'll just, I don't need to study now. I mean, people <laughs> study for this for like three months, six months, sometimes, you know, pr- pretty commonly three to six months, three, three months average, but six months real common, right? So yeah. mm-hmm. I don't care if you're not signed up until, you know, the July test or whatever, you should probably be studying now if you want your best score which you do want just get a blanket curl up in the corner and look at your phone everybody will think you're on social media but really you're getting smarter (laughs) that was i think i do think uh, it's kind of amusing like on twitter to see everybody with kids um i know you're feeling feeling this a little bit now that kids are not in school you got your kids yeah. just in your face all day. And it's like, so people who are working from home, <laughs> they're like, oh, I get to work from home. But also I'm in charge of babysitting my kids now because they're not yeah. in school. And so then they get a lot less time <laughs> than they might have if they were yep. at, if they were at work at their fake job. They could just be studying on the demon at work. But instead mm-hmm. now they're home with their fake job. But their very real kids are climbing all very over. Very real yeah. kids. Yeah who now can't hang out with friends as much, maybe. Um, So, like, one of our neighbor friends, uh, you know, or, like, a a family in the neighborhood 
I think someone in their family is immunocompromised. So yeah. that creates issues too, you know, and people are dealing with all kinds of things you just don't know about. But good luck. It's so strange, you know. I I don't know what how this is all going to shake out. Um things like should I go visit my friends to play board games, you know? Like friends that I before mm-hmm. the virus would see super regularly and we're like a really small group. It'll be three or four people playing games. But like, yeah. do we do that or do we not do that? It's, you know, it's unnecessary social contact. Yeah. Um, my Dungeons and Dragons group, we're going to play online. So that's hmm. interesting. But like my family, should I go visit my family, my mom and dad and my sister and her kids? You know, she's got an 18 month old. They yeah. also, I have two grandmothers who live in my same small town. You know, one of them is in like the old folks home. One of them still lives at home by herself. I'm sure they're all taking care of each other. But like, if I go visit, do I want to go visit yeah. my grandma right now? Seems like a no. It seems like a no, uh, particularly because they're older, right. right? And because they're saying that the number of cases has gone up higher than they anticipated. So there's most likely, they don't know for sure, but most likely people who are asymptomatic are still transmitting it. So you could have it and not know it. Right. Right. And even if I don't go visit my grandma, then it's that weird thing of like, well, how far removed do you need to be? Right. I mean, does everyone literally just need to stay inside and have no social contact whatsoever? I, that would be like optimal, right? It would be optimal. And the thing is, is the more seriously people take that advice, the f- shorter this will go on. Yeah, right? and the, like the and the less necessary we can it go all back will to look. That's the that's yeah, the real weird ironic thing. Yeah, where yeah. the better we are at this, the worse <laughs> the, the the we're gonna look. Yeah, the the more seriously we take it, the more it's going to the better we'll be at dealing with it, and then the, it'll look like we were you know overly cautious. Yeah, but that's the best case scenario. At this point, though, I feel like we've passed several tipping points. So it seems like the cases are just going to increase regardless of whether we, (laughs) even if we take it very seriously. And so for that reason, we will probably be happy having taken it seriously, given the fact that the cases are going to go up. Now it's a question of when will it end. Culturally, right? Like societally, we have no chance of dealing with it as well as like China did. You know, in China people like actually worship the government, you know, they're like singing hymns to the government. And so I thought they just were afraid. I didn't know that it was out of admiration. No, I have two. Well, maybe that's it. Fine. That's, but either way, what I'm saying is they do what the government says. Someone can make a decision. Yeah. Yeah. And they just do it where it's more like a company as opposed to here where it's like a, democracy oh we all get to have a say <laughs> it really slows things oh, down well, we're just like super individualistic which which has benefits right i mean we're we're yeah. real good at like entrepreneurship and and sort and and some other stuff but we're just yeah everybody thinks they've got the answer and we're not community focused nearly as much as as they are so i mean yeah the outbreak first outbreak happened there like real bad and of course they had a million people die their healthcare systems got overwhelmed and stuff but then they just like actually shut down and so their curve got real flat real fast and i don't expect that we would have any chance of doing it that 
you know, that well. Yeah. But the question is, can we sort of keep up with the world or are we going to be worse than like, you know, European countries? Yeah. I was just listening to a report last night that was talking about the curve for the 1918 flu yeah. uh, pandemic, uh, comparing St. Louis, I think it was, and Philadelphia. So after St. Louis had like three or four confirmed cases, maybe even just two, they like shut everything down. And that was like within a day or something of those cases. And then Philadelphia took two weeks. Mm-hmm. And the the difference was, if I remember the numbers, <laughs> I think it was 31 deaths per 100,000 people in St. Louis. And it was 257 deaths per 100,000 people in Philly after it was all over. Yeah. yeah. So I started watching last night on Netflix uh, the the pandemic pandemic yeah 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 the mm-hmm. first episode is you know pretty striking when it's like well right after world war one mm-hmm. we had this flu epidemic in 1918 and it killed more people than world war one and world, and war, world war, war ii combined <laughs> yeah <laughs> like a yeah. lot more yeah that's crazy uh yeah and now we have international travel happening regularly right everybody flying around the world all the time Mm-hmm. which can only make it worse. Uh, we also have 8 billion people instead of the 1 point whatever billion people that we had then. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Well, it sounds like everybody's taking it seriously. I mean, hopefully we're not too late, but it seems like most people are taking it seriously. Yeah, I mean, bringing this back to the LSAT, if you have time, you can study now. You may not be able to take the test until June, but I don't know. Use this opportunity to prepare as best you can for June. Take it in June and then apply early in the coming cycle. That's your best bet and go for free. Yeah, I, I totally agree. This is the perfect time to make yourself a hundred or $150,000 in free tuition money Yeah, by, by really knocking it out of the park uh, this summer, even if they do cancel the April LSAT. Um, people I think worry about, Oh, I don't want to like peak too soon. Mm, yeah. If I prep if now, you peak, that's a great thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Right. <laughs> people are far more likely to never get there than to get there too soon and have to like restudy or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not, re- it's not a, the LSAT is just not a test of knowledge. It's not like you're going to learn a bunch of facts and then regurgitate them on the test and be done. You're, yeah. you're going to learn how to play a game. And once you learn how to play that game, it's really just not hard to keep your skills up. Here's an analogy for you. If you can hit a four-minute mile, your chances of hitting another four-minute mile are exponentially higher than someone who's still struggling to get down to a six-minute mile or a seven-minute mile or anything like that. So go for it. Get as high as you can. <laughs> And then worry about when to take the test. Later. Yeah, it's a great problem to have if you're like, at, oh, I'm at my goal score now, but they're not going to let me take the test until June. Okay, well, maybe you could raise your goal score or you could just, you know, do what, a couple hours a week? Yeah. To stay, oh, yeah. To stay mm-hmm. sharp. Like if you did one test a week, I mean, that's, you're definitely not going to be like getting worse at the test if you do one test a week. Yeah, and you don't even have to do it back to back. Just do one section every other day. Or every three yes. days, I wouldn't care. I'd be like, "You're." It's gonna keep it 
front of mind and you're going to probably continue to improve as well. So cool. Um, Oh, last little news item. We didn't talk about this yet, but for those of yeah. you who already did apply um, and you're you know, negotiating scholarships and the schools are trying to get you to pay deposit de- deposits and stuff, I think we can assume that uh, all of those deposit deadlines are now pushed you know, basically until this whole thing blows over, however long that's going to be. Um, so are, are we sure about that? So you're saying that you think that they have been pushed, or that I know that they have been pushed them. No, 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 I know that they have been in some cases, mm, and, mm-hmm. the, and it's just it's ridiculous for them not to be. It, yeah. They're they're totally arbitrary to begin with. School doesn't start until September, if it ever even starts again, mm-hmm. right? So, <laughs> I mean, we assume it will, but um, yeah. things could change dramatically. And if they're trying to get their hands on your money right now, I just don't think that that's, you could say, Hey, thanks. But, uh, but no, thanks. I, I'm, I'm going to wait and see how this all shakes out. I can't imagine a school being like, Oh, well, never mind. We're taking away your offer. Yeah. I mean, they're desperate. They're going to be even more desperate now for, for people to come to their school this fall. So, um, if yeah, if they're asking you for deposits, I think you can politely ask them to push that because of coronavirus concerns. Should we talk about um, the potential recession and the implications for law school? If you'd like, just to to wildly speculate. Yeah, we do that yes, a lot. To wildly speculate uh-huh. about macro <laughs> forces here that sure. are well beyond our control, but. I mean, there's a decent chance that the economy will slow down, right? Well, and that seems we, almost guaranteed. Almost I mean, guaranteed. It already has, yes, right? Yes. Still, I'm talking cautiously here, I guess, because <laughs> while I say that, I'm also heavily investing at this time because I see it as a huge opportunity. But yeah, okay. So in the short term, the economy is slowing down, is going to stay slowed down for some time until we get our handle on this. And... That generally suggests that people will go back to law school because when the you know the economy slows down, people say, "Oh, what am I going to do with my life? I could go work at a lower paid job, or I could just go back to school and ride this out in school, and then come out when the economy is picking up again." So that's a common response. Um, this time, though, I do wonder if it's going to be a little different because, like you said. Our school is going online. I think they will figure that out, though. So my guess is that there could be a little bit of a of a bump in applications. That's my my guess. Well, it's what happened last time, right? I mean, yep. last big recession, everybody got laid off, and then everybody tried to hide out in law school. Uh, so it could definitely make the next application cycle more competitive. Uh, the problem with yeah, it's just the thing is everybody's thinking the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I would just I would encourage people to be cautious about that. As someone who yeah. started law school right in the middle of the Great Recession in 2008 and then graduated in 2011, I graduated with huge classes full of people who you know like half of them found jobs as lawyers. Yeah, and that's the problem is that you're just you know you're going to be. You think the economy is bad now, but you might be graduating into an economy that's even worse for lawyers. Yeah, because um, there's this lag time, yes. by the way. If you're not familiar with it, the economy tends to uh, pick up before legal work picks up. People have to start making money before they need to start paying attorneys to solve their money problems. So there tends to be a lag. I think it's like 12 months to two years, right? Or something like that. I can't remember what it is, but... 
Yeah, that's a very good point. This re- reiterates our continual message, right? Get the highest score you can on the LSAT and do not pay for law school if <laughs> you end up going. But maybe you shouldn't even go. Not because, you know, we're against law school necessarily, but for a lot of people it's not what you want anyway. Well, it's like a terrible time to leave a low uh, to leave a well-paying job, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if when I look at my students who who have good jobs and like what they do and make a decent amount of money, I was already like, why are you thinking about quitting this lucrative job for this very uncertain, you know, prospect of of a career as a lawyer? But yeah, with mm-hmm. this, if if in the recession, if you have a good job, you should probably keep that job. Yeah. Um, in two thousand eight, I do think that the 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 crash for lawyers happened after the crash for everybody else. Just like mm-hmm. you were saying, Ben, yep. there's this lag where the economy all of a sudden goes to shit, and the companies now have to shut down. Well, they need lawyers still to shut down, right? So there's yeah. like a bankrupt boom, a big boom in bankruptcy law or whatever. <laughs> there's like all kinds of work going on for 18 months. Yeah. But then 18 months later, then it really comes crashing to a halt. There's no money. And yeah. It, yeah. And so then when I was graduating, the, all the, I was graduating into a market where the big law firms had just laid off their first and second year associates. Mm-hmm. And so all those people, I remember that. Who, <laughs> those people were leaving. Like, what do I do? Well, they were and like applying for receptionist back. jobs at law firms. Yeah, Can you imagine? Ugh. Like, they've got a JD on their resume, and they're and they've worked at a big law firm. They've actually years. practiced law. Yeah, they've they've passed the bar and practiced law, and now they're um, now they're trying to you know they're just they're laid off and they have no no work prospects and they're just like taking any job they can get at a law firm. Well, now what are your chances if you're just a brand new grad? Yeah. Haven't even taken the bar yet. No legal experience whatsoever. Um, it's a lot better. Uh, that's a lot better proposition. If you don't have debt that you have to pay off. Yeah. You want to leave it there? Does that sound, yeah, let's uh, do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, the other thing is all the campus visits are canceled for people who, uh, you know, admitted oh, yeah. students mm-hmm. weekends and all that stuff is canceled. Uh, which is a bummer, but I, you know, I just think that makes it even more likely that you don't need to pay deposit deadlines. Uh, yeah, it's a perfect excuse, right? I don't know what your campus is like yet. <laughs> yeah, or I have another campus that I want to visit, but they have, you know, delayed their admitted students weekend. Yeah, surely you want me to, you know, examine all my options before I commit to your law school, right? You believe in due diligence, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> course you don't say any of that but you know that's the under underlying truth is that they should i mean they're evil if they're pushing you into making a decision now before you've like looked at all your options that's just not in the long run that's not good business yeah um okay you can email the show anytime help at thinkinglsat.com let us know what you're doing uh while you're in quarantine we'd love to hear from you Go to thinkinglset.com if you want to register for our joint online class, April 25th and 26th. You get a real big discount if you're a Demon subscriber. That will be from your house. So we're looking for anyone and everyone throughout the world willing to spend their time with us from 1 to 5 p.m. Eastern time. 
Saturday and Sunday, April 25th and 26th. That will be a lot of fun. Yeah, that'll, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. It'll be something new, but I do think it'll be uh, really fun to do. I thought there was something else I wanted to say. Oh, we'll be back with a normal episode coming up on Monday. So we just wanted to get this one out there for a quick coronavirus update. Um, if you email us, uh, though, what you're doing for coronavirus, we'll definitely provide those updates on future versions of the show. Anything else, Ben? Cool. That's it. Thank you. Everybody stay safe. Wash your hands. Don't go out. It's going to be boring. Watch shit on Netflix, I guess. No, no, no. Do the demon. Oh, yeah. Do the demon. And Netflix. I think you got time for both, yeah. honestly. You got to go back and forth. That's really what you do. You do an hour of the demon. You earned an hour of, the, of Netflix. Okay. Perfect. There you have it. That was episode 237 of the Thinking LSAT podcast. Thanks all y'all for listening. Nice knowing you. Don't pay for law school.